This week on Erotic Awakening. Orgasmic Mastery. Welcome to Erotic Awakening with Dan and Dawn, a weekly view of all things erotic. From BDSM to erotic spirituality, from swinging as a lifestyle to simply fun kink, each week we bring you a diverse offering of erotic and alternative lifestyles in its many forms. This podcast includes frank discussions of highly sexual topics. This podcast is intended for consenting adults over the age of 18. If you are offended by this type of content, we recommend you stop listening right now. Hi, Dan. Hi, Dawn. Oh, you sound sad. Yeah, my dick doesn't work the way I want it to. Oh, well, that's not good. No, it's very sad. I was watching a porn the other day. And the guy on the porn lasted forever and ever and ever and ever. And still, after all that screwing, he still had to jerk himself off just to come. I don't think that's normal. I hope not. <laughs> I don't think it is at all. <laughs> Fortunately for me, and maybe uh, the rest of the world, today we have Destin Garrick, the erotic rock star. And he has a new class called Orgasmic Mastery. It's a class for men. Sounds interesting. He's our uh, interviewee today, okay. and uh, we'll have him on a little bit later in the show. And we'll also talk about my own experience with Tantra and Taoism and some of the stuff that I've done to gain some different levels of control to understand the difference between ejaculation and orgasm and other kind of fun stuff related to my penis. <laughs> Fabulous. <laughs> we could show them, but it's a radio show. <laughs> we could. Uh, so fortunately, it is a radio show, so I don't have to whip it out, so to speak. <laughs> Wanted to uh, thank Meeks from Polly Weekly. Uh, we were listening to the show today, and she uh, mentioned our show. That was very kind of her, and we very much appreciate that. Great. So we've been listening to her podcast for quite a while. And she is definitely one of those people in the. Um, I'm sure she's on episode two hundred nine. Yeah, she's way like up that. there. So she knows exactly what she's doing there, and uh, a lot of uh, very interesting show to listen to. So if you get a chance, head over to PollyWeekly.com and look for her podcast. Next week, we have GLLA. Yes, so we'll have a lot of uh, MS and BDSM topics coming up and leather topics out of that one. Um, be a really great experience for us. I think so. I'm really looking forward to it. We haven't been to an event like this before. Um, th this one's a little different, as in it's a more leather-based, more... Um, Gay male, I believe, leather-based. I think that may be how it started, but I don't know if that's how it is currently. Okay. And I am not a gay male, so nor do I own much leather. But mm. my understanding is that they are very warm and accepting and that we should have a great time. Absolutely. And we know people that go there that do have a fabulous time, so I'm really looking forward to it. And there's some of the classes that um, I'm looking forward to actually taking. As I am as well. Uh, what else do we have going on this week? We have the weekly review of an erotic blog, and this week we are reviewing, let me just real quick go through Eros blog, and uh, of course we'll put a link on the, the, sh the um, website, thank you, on the website <laughs> at uh, bluecatservices.org, but uh, Eros blog and is a little bit different from the blog we talked about last time. My, my first impression of Eros blog is, oh, this is a little bit more commercial. 
we have just a ton of little advertising off to the right-hand mm -hmm. side. And that's not good or bad. I'm just telling you what I'm seeing. And over on the left, there's actually a lot of links to other people's blogs. Lots of links. Lots to of other links. Yes. Wow, that would take forever to look through. I, I think I have something to keep me occupied for <laughs> the next few days. Don has a new hobby. Um, and then the, the blog itself are just quick little observations. It's unlike our last blog. It's not particularly personal. It's more of just things that are being observed from around the web and from other blogs, it looks like. Um, the very first picture we see is a woman looking at a sign that says litter and it will hurt. And she has her little ass showing. And then we have a picture of a hairy-ass man. <laughs> and then there's just little observations from around the world, from around Ooh. the web, from around different... What is that? That looks like a naked woman. Oh, a t yep, a topless dancing girl. Wow. <laughs> yes, I know what I'm going to be doing for the next couple of days. <laughs> so, very, Eros Blog, very interesting uh, collection of just different things from around the web. Some of them are silly. We have some vintage pinup girl stuff. We have some cartoons. Ooh, cartoons. <laughs> if you're looking wow. for a, apparently, if you're looking for a Christmas present for Dawn, porn cartoons are the ones that are turning around right now. Uh, here's a woman in an incredibly strange yoga position all tied up. So that's Eros blog. Overall, my impression of it is it's it's kind of a, a portal for other erotic blogs and a quick glance at what else is going on. It's not a very personal site. It doesn't mm -hmm. tell us anything about the author or about the purpose of the blog other than just looking around and seeing what kind of erotic stuff's out there. Oh, yeah, it's pretty awesome. Pretty pretty awesome indeed. Obviously something you spend a little bit of time putting together. So you can find that at erosblog.com if you're interested. And if you have a blog or a book or an event or anything else that you'd like us to review on the show, feel free to get a hold of us. Shall we remind them of the ways they can contact yeah, us? Yeah, we haven't done that for a while, so we should go ahead and do the reminder. Well, we have good old email, eroticawakening at, eroticawakening at bluecatservices.org. Um, there's also a contact form on the website at bluecatservices.org. And if you're not really into the whole internet thing, you can give us a call on our voicemail, 206-309-0054. So we can be found on FetLife. Um, our group is Erotic Awakening. And if you have comments about the show or things you would like to see or comments about any specific episode, that's a great place to put those. And we also have tw Twitter that we can be followed on at Dan and Dawn. Guys, imagine feeling totally at ease and relaxed when approaching even the most stunning women because of your rock-solid confidence and your sexual abilities. Wow. <laughs> well, according to this Dustin Garrick fellow, that is what he can teach me to do. To feel totally at ease and relaxed. Which, um... Do men have a problem with feeling relaxed? Oh, yeah. You don't know about mealy mouth? No. Really? No. Oh, yeah. That's when you walk up to a beautiful woman that you're really interested in, and on your way, you're re rehearsing the line. Uh-huh. Um, and, and here's my new, my new line, and hopefully nobody else used this. This is my new line. You might know that there's a, a Newsweek article about polyamory uh -huh. right now, right? So here's my new line. My new okay. line is, hey, do you, uh, do you read Newsweek? 
Did you read that article about polyamory? Yeah, you're not listening to <laughs> you're not listening to this show to get great lines, guys. <laughs> anyway, so as you're on your way up there, you're reviewing that in your head. Okay, here's my line. This is what I'm going to say. And then when you get up there, you say something like, "Hey, did you have a little bit?" That's mealy mouth. Oh, that's what that is. Okay. But Destin <laughs> says that he can teach me to get beyond that. And really, so what he's really doing is he's got a class for how you can, and here what he describes in the interview coming up is he comes when he wants to, regardless of uh, what he's doing with a lady, what he, how long he's been doing it, what position they're in. He has complete mastery over his cock and his, and his ejaculatory orgasms. Now, an interesting thing about that is Taoist, uh, make a, at least the sexual aspect of Taoism, it makes a very clear distinction between orgasm and ejaculation. Mm-hmm. Ejaculation is when the, body, when the fluids, the sperm and stuff, come out of your penis and land wherever they land. Mm-hmm. Orgasm, though, is a separate thingy, <laughs> pardon the medical term. A separate event. A separate ev- event that's not necessarily requires that orgasm happening. And there's some muscle control stuff you can do, as well as some breathing techniques to prevent ejaculation during male orgasm. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. Now, and and really, uh, the fun part is one of my favorite Tantra teachers talks about, you know, how a lot of guys are taught to think about baseball, you know, or something like that to avoid orgasm. I've heard that story. Well... If I'm in the middle of being with a beautiful woman and we're sharing great pleasure, the last thing I want to do is have my mind go over to thinking about baseball. Well, and we can feel when your mind shifts to something else. We don't know that you're thinking about baseball to keep from having an orgasm. We just know you're not thinking about us. I want to be totally connected and together mm-hmm. with the partner that. that I'm with. And if I have to use mental tricks that force me to not be present with the person I'm with... Mm-hmm. Well, why be with the person? I would just assume rather just come and get it over with. And So get it over with. Now, okay. Now, all right. <laughs> all right. Now, I can see the men wanting to have control, you know, things like that, not let a piece of their body control them and stuff like that. But I'm going to tell you, as the female, as the whatever, I really like a guy losing control. <laughs> I like there to be enough passion there to where it's like, okay, you have control, you have control. No, you don't have control anymore. Must have it. So... That's very... Mm. <laughs> okay. But would you want that all the time? Um, no, probably not all the time. So I can see where the mastery part would come into play as well. I mean, I, I absolutely agree that there are times that we have taken a lunch break, come home, I've slammed in you, boom, 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 <laughs> came and zipped back up, we go right back to work. Mm-hmm. It's a 30-minute lunch break. What are you going to do? I still have to eat, too. <laughs> and that's nice on occasion, but there are also occasions where perhaps you, you want to... prolong things. You want to prolong things. You want to make it an event. You want to spend mm-hmm. a couple hours. Yeah, I can see that, too. So Destin's going to help us with that. According, okay. And he's got an orgasmic mastery course, and we'll let him mm-hmm. tell us about it. Sounds like a plan. So we are sitting here today with Destin Garrick, the erotic rock star. How are you today, Destin? Ah, it's a beautiful day today. How are you? 
I understand you are out there in California. They tell me it's a beautiful day every day in California. Oh, that's not true. <laughs> we, you have quite the extensive bio and all kinds of interesting things that you're doing, working with, uh, with men and women both towards all kinds of stuff related to erotic empowerment and transformations. How does one get started being an erotic rock star? <laughs> uh, do you, are you asking about my path, or uh, are you looking for some pointers? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, start, let's pretend I just want to know about you, and then I'm not taking capricious notes. Okay, you got it. Um, I've been doing my thing for at least 13 years. Uh, I'm 31 now, and uh, as a freshman in college, I started this path by going through a semester-long 35-hour training program to be a peer sexual health advocate at NYU, where I went to school, after which I started teaching workshops for other students on campus around safer sex, sexually transmitted infections, HIV AIDS, sexual assault, LGBT issues, as well as sex toys and orgasms. And while uh, the latter really stuck. Okay. So uh, it, it really began there. And then uh, post, post-college, well, I took every course around sexuality and gender that uh, my school had to offer, including a number of graduate-level classes. And then uh, taught sex ed to middle school and high school students for a while. Uh, ran my own website uh, called AskTheSexGuy.com um, back in uh, 2000, 2001, which was moderately successful. And uh, wrote articles for Planned Parenthood's website for teens to work with medical students at a few prominent uh, uh, med schools on talking to their patients about sexually sensitive issues and doing the more sexually sensitive exams. And uh, then, you know, as I started, uh, then I started branching out. <laughs> the performer in me uh, uh started to get born, and uh, Burning Man was no small but And then spirituality started really coming into my life in a very intense way. So as the educator in me coalesced with the performer, coalesced with the spiritual path, a boom, the erotic rock star was born. Wow. There's a really neat, uh, a neat way to visualize that coming together there at the end and why you used the term erotic rock star. And well, all I- that... Go ahead. As far as the erotic rock star, I mean, <laughs> I really am happiest when I'm on stage with a with a large audience in front of me. So, so that just brings that out. Uh, you know, so, some people, for many people, uh, speaking in, in front of the public is the scariest thing in the world to them. For me, it's it's where I shine. It's it's where I really turn on, so to speak. I I, I can certainly relate. Um, I'm sure you could. So all this has led you to, among the other things you do, the Orgasmic Mastery Course for Men. Tell us about that. Sure, sure. I, I've been getting a request for quite a while now to create something specifically focused for men, and this is my first uh, time doing so. Before then, the things I've been doing were largely uh, mixed for both men and women. And... Um, I, the major reason why I decided to, to formulate this course was because I, I started to realize that I had come to completely normalize things in my own experience, in my own sex life, that, well, in all honesty, most men don't even realize it's possible. And uh, just to get into just a few specifics as to what I mean by that, 
part of that had part of that you know you can start from uh, coming to feel like I have full or at least nearly full choice over when and even if I ejaculate. Uh, but then it moves way beyond there. To once you once you have that level of of, of choice there, where where there isn't that that fear or that hesitation or feeling like you have to hold, be like concentrating or, or really actively trying to hold back. One, once you can be in that state in a more relaxed state, there's so much that can open up, including being able able to move into having these full on rip roaring full-body orgasms, uh, whereas when I was younger, you know, my teenage years and maybe the start of my early 20s, my orgasms were gen- very genitally based, meaning that, you know, I tend to refer to them more as like genitally based sneezes now, you know, like where where you, uh, it, maybe when you have allergies or a cold, you'll get that feeling of this pressure buildup in, in your face and it, your whole sinus just feel really full and it needs to go it needs to move it needs to move uh, and achoo ah that just means right. it felt so good you know and what felt so good really was this release and so uh as i look back at it now uh, that's how my orgasms always were and when i when i work with a lot of men that's how i've come to understand that that orgasm is for a lot of men just this this release, this sexual release. Okay, great. But <laughs> really there's so much more than that that's possible. And that's when you learn to really start connecting to uh, your erotic energy as just that, an energy. Then you can, it's possible to be able to take the, this, this energy buildup in your pelvis and spread it through your whole body, so it's not just in your. In, I, what words can I say on your podcast? <laughs> Anything you want. Okay, so yeah, it's not no, just in your, <laughs> no FCC here. <laughs> so it's not just in your cock and balls, you know, but that you can take that energy and really spread it down your legs and up your body, and you know, up into your chest and down your arms and out your fingertips and up into your neck, your face, out the top of your head. So your entire body is now this container for that erotic energy. And then when you do ha- have an orgasm, which you know you can think of as just a peak sexual energetic experience, that just pours through, ripples through your entire being. Now that is an orgasm. Very cool. And, and now when you... So, yeah? Go ahead. So as that that's become you know more of my normal experience that that where uh, when I have more of these like releases these generally based sneezes it ends up feeling almost like a disappointment because um, I know it's possible for me now so the, those are the first two major ingredients for the orgasmic mastery course was how to was distilling down how to how to transmit that to other men so that that's fully doable, possible, and within reach for other men. And then the other three parts really quickly are just about are about uh, coming to understand at a core level that uh, ejaculation and orgasm are two distinct things that, you know, may occur together, but they don't have to. And then for that to lead into being able to experience non-ejaculatory orgasms and then even fuck the fifth one, the holy grail of male multiple orgasms. 
Okay. So when you say that you can teach men to choose whether or not to ejaculate, do you mean that quite literally, that I can just not to feel that to feel that level come up and to just choose it's not time yet? I don't want to sneeze yet? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it could, there, are, there are various tricks and ways to do so. Kind of like, you know, have you ever had that experience where where you really needed to sneeze or you felt that, that sneeze and then you placed your, the side of your finger up against your, right underneath uh, your nose above sure. your lip and pressed in and that just was kind of like, oh, okay. Right, right. You don't, you don't need to sneeze suddenly. So there, there are various tricks and tools to be able to uh, to step in and interrupt that reflex. Very cool. Now, um, do you focus mostly on, are they physical exercises? Are they breathing techniques? Are they spiritual well, tricks? Well, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, first of all, I do consider bre breathing techniques are physical exercises. Uh, big part of this really is or involves tuning into the subtle, tuning into subtleties. Uh, the, our cultural ideas around uh, around delaying ejaculation, or like you know, if you're worried about coming too soon, all involve uh, feeling less. Whether it's numbing creams, or uh, or you know, pills of some sort, or whether they're uh, thinking about baseball statistics or your grandmother naked or dead babies or, you know, those kind of really <laughs> fucked up things that I don't want to be thinking about while I'm having sex. <laughs> but, but all of those are designed to take you further from your experience with the idea that, well, you're, you're coming too soon because, because you're feeling too much. No, right. I, I completely disagree. I, my approach is more to tune in even more to actually increase your sensitivity so that you fully know what is going on inside of your body and being able to tune in into like those musculatures to right. relax where re relax where where there is contractions occurring or to uh clamp down or or squeeze some of your pelvic floor muscles while working with your breath and working with your voice your sound to move that that energy, that 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 pressure, that build up through your body, rather than it be it only having one place to go, which is out your dick. Right, right. So one of the, one of the major the major reason why you're needing that sexual release is because you're you're experiencing this build up of sexual energy, and it needs to move, and it does need to move, but there's more places for it to move than out your out your cock through an ejaculation. Very cool. Now I don't live in California, and a lot, a lot of our listeners don't live in California. But my understanding is this is you you're teaching this as a home based learning course. Yeah, actually, that's entirely why I uh, went through a lot of trouble to create this course. Uh, dealing with the technology of this was no small hurdle, but uh, but I've been living in the Bay Area, in the San Francisco Bay Area, for eight years, and you know what? Fact of the matter is, there's a lot of this stuff in the Bay Area. There's a lot around tantra. There's a lot around sexuality education, sacred sexuality, da 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 da. And you know what? I get that most of the world does not have that problem. 
<laughs> so, so I really wanted to create something that would make this work that I've been doing for so long accessible to people no matter where they are. And so it, it's set up as a home, a home-based study course, uh, orgasmicmastery.com, where uh, once you register, uh, you're, you now have access to a 12-week curriculum that takes you through step-by-step on, uh, on how, to, how to increase your sensitivity in these ways, how to uh, gain control, greater control over your body and understand how to, how to have this choice, but not only how to have this choice so that you can please your partner better, great, wonderful, I want you to be able to please your partner better, but also I want you to be able to have a more powerful sexual experience for, your, for yourself as well. And so we're really, really combining those elements. Anyway, so, so we've got a 12-week curriculum that takes you week by week by week through the use of video tutorials that I've been filming as well as, uh, as, well as text things for you to read. And we combine that with twice-monthly conference calls so that you can continue to foster community and connect with, with other guys who are on this path and these specialized VIP uh, online forums so that uh, you know, when you register, you get a user, you create a username and password, and now you have access to these forums that include like uh, forums for week one, week two, week three, etc. So that okay, I I've just been doing uh, week three, which is focused on breath and presence, and well, these are the challenges that are com- coming up for me exploring that. Okay, well, here, let me post about that. And then myself, as well as the other guys who are on this, can respond to that and write about, oh, yeah, well, I think that what you're missing or what you need to do here is this. Or, oh, yeah, I'm having that same experience. You know, those types of things. So that this way, it's more than simply, hey, learn, hey, every, uh, hey, all you guys, here's my teaching. But rather, let's create a container for for men who are all exploring this path to come together and support one another. Because for the most part, men who do explore these things tend to do so in isolation. Right, right. Very cool. I like the way you've got that set up. I like the idea that I'm interacting not just with you but with other people. And it's always you know, nice to hear someone else say, I've had that problem as well. Here's what I'm doing. You know, uh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah, so, yeah. Exactly. I mean, yes, I've learned a lot through my own explorations. And and as a teacher, one of the things that I have a tendency to do is really look at how I can break down my experience. But there is something really valuable to sharing your experience with with other guys and getting that kind of feedback. But the other beautiful thing that I I find with, with the posting to the forums is that it also creates this whole experience of self reflection where you're not just, you know, watching the videos and exploring stuff on your own, but in the act of writing about your experience, you're really looking at your own experience. You're really looking at your own journey. And that impacts the journey and helps you grow even more. Do I need a partner for this? <laughs> Great question. No, you do not. Um, in fact, a, lot, a large part of it is uh, completely focused, regardless of if you are, have a partner or not, it's focused on... Um, self-exploration uh, through altering your ma- your masturbation habits. Actually, let's get into this for a, for a quick moment. Uh, most every guy has some form of a masturbation habit. And, uh, you know, it's usually something that he learned uh, in his adolescence, not earlier. And, you know, living in his parents' home, it's 
his masturbation was likely formed by let me get this done quietly and quickly so I don't get <laughs> Right. Right, exactly. You know, and well, hmm. I, chances are you're not an adolescent anymore. And yet there's also a good chance to carry at least some degree, if not fully, some of this pattern into your adult life. Now, maybe it served its purpose for you in your adolescence, but the question is, is it still serving you? How these habits that you're, these patterns that you're instilling in your body through masturbation, of course they're going to have some, some, like, turnover into your sex life with a partner. Right. If you are consistently um, masturbating through how can I do this quickly and quietly, what do you think is going to happen when you have this flesh and blood human being in front of you? Exactly, sure. You've got to do it the same way you've trained yourself to do it. Yeah, and even if you're trying not to, you're now fighting against this, inborn, you know, this ingrained pattern. So let's, let's restructure that pattern. And so, it, you know, it, it can be hard to completely shift the pattern. So, like, I get that, you know. We're, we're creatures of habit, human beings. So, right. so rather than say, okay, give that up right now, you know, I, I, I tend to be more of a realist than that. Say, okay, let's supplement that to start. You know, so in addition to what, any of your, you know, masturbation habits that you do, let's start integrating a practice of erotic self-exploration. And that practice of erotic self-exploration is that, just that. It's a practice, meaning something that you are dedicating a certain amount of time to, uh, a, you know, per day, per week, whatever, that... Uh, you are actively exploring your own eroticism, erotic self-exploration. Coming up next week, Mastercast. Bye, Don. Bye, Dean. <laughs>